Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Who are the coolest dudes on the planet? United, United States, States veterans. veterans. What's the coolest sport on the planet? Pro wrestling. wrestling. And what would be the coolest podcast on the planet? That would be this one. U.S. Military Vets Talking Pro Wrestling. This is the No Shave Man Cave. Two badass disabled vets sharing their love of pro wrestling, giving you their perspective as fans, talking about current events and matches, history of titles, and who knows what else. Let's do it. Welcome, Welcome to the, the No Shave Men Cave. Now your hosts, Ellie Chair and Jay Tilly. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, wrestling fans, sports entertainment fans, welcome to the No Shave Man Cave. I'm Ellie Jair. And I am the one and only Jay Tilly. Yeah, we are live and nationwide and we are talking to you, the nation, the cave nation, the fam, the whew, we, the, the whole thing, man. So what do you think? What <laughs> uh, What's good? Hey, man. Uh, Raw. Raw was good. <sighs> I enjoyed it. Yeah. And it it's interesting because this is going to be a good good show because I am not usually the one that's high up on the Raws and the uh smackdowns and work today you're like oh i hated oh, raw man like, really i actually kind of enjoyed it i had to I uh thought there was i had to go back and watch it again and when i wa- went back and watched it again i picked up on so many things that made me go man you can feel like you can feel some influence from outside you can see hey we should try this we should do some fun stuff with this and then i tell you like with the um the draft i really think that the draft has kicked everybody in the butt on the rosters, the new folks, and the producers. Like, hey, we got to deliver. We went through all this trouble to have this draft. We gotta, we gotta hit a home run. And yeah, the the second go around, um, much much better watch than the first. Well, that's good. Yeah, because I watched it, uh, and I thought the in ring work was 
pretty decent. I wasn't as bored, for lack of a better term, as I usually am. Uh, I noticed myself picking up on little subtle things in the background. I love the Imperium, like, was the focus of the show. I love Paul Heyman sniveling in the background on scenes like you see him talking to, you know, the Judgment Day before their match. And I, I even liked the opening. I thought the chemistry with the Judgment Day and KO and Sammy oh, was man, fantastic. Phenomenal, yeah. The You just want to fight? Get in here and fight. Can I punch him in the face? He's like, all right, let's fight. No, 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 no. We're here to talk. I just, I thought the opening was great. Uh, probably a lot of it had to do with I like both acts a lot. Like El Generico and um, Kevin Owens are fantastic. So seeing them, like I'm always like, all right, cool. And Judgment Day coming out. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought the opening was good. And usually I'm kind of like, oh, here's 45 minutes of Welcome to Raw. <laughs> Even if they're Cody promos, I tend to go, uh. What what you think about? I like it. I liked it set up for a finale that or, or an end. Uh, the main event. I like it set up, but up that too what'd you think about did you feel like did you feel like Rhea was was enough in that Rhea's always enough (laughs) no I don't I don't think she's ever do you feel like she as the women's champion and a thing that I keep picking up on is they're still calling her the Smackdown champion and she was still I thought she was enough of a focal point and then when once we got to the match I thought she played an extremely crucial role and you know, like Dominic, dude, when Finn was like, "Talk to him, Dominic," and he acted like he was about to lift the mic, eviscerated by the crowd. Yeah, I'm starting to think a lot of that's pumped in, though. So I made a point to kind of watch some of this last night, uh, with especially with Dominic. And yes, there are people booing, but nowhere near the amount of people that it sounds like should be booing. If you watch the crowd, and I'm just like, mm. but it's okay. I enjoyed it. Uh, you know, if they're pumping it in, that's fine. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. You know, Rhea throughout the night, you know, you see Rhea interacting with uh, Natasha, who she's going against at Night of Champions. You see a little snip of maybe her next program, which will be Becky Lynch. Oh, yeah. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. SummerSlam, Becky Lynch. I'm down for that. And she's also got all the Judgment Day stuff going on. Like this show overall, and I kind of talked about it before we came on air, on air, and I see influences of like not, I don't. I don't like doing this because people get mad, but almost like AEW is influencing the way WWE is starting to do their stuff. Now, I think you're right. I think Paul Heyman maybe has a little more freedom. I think Cody must have a little bit of a pencil or like a nub of a pencil or maybe just the eraser (laughs) part. I don't know. Maybe just like the piece of lead. Yeah. I mean, maybe part of his deal coming in was he had a little bit of creative control. Uh, But I, I feel like that influence over the show because it wasn't just Rhea throughout the night. In different aspects, it was the Judgment Day throughout the night. In different aspects, it was KO and Sammy throughout the night, intertwining things. Imperium, and then Paul Heyman in the back doing all these things. The Battle Royal, JD McDonough, and then you got Finn Balor up in the corner watching him. Man, like, oh, are we getting okay, another so, another Judgment so Day person? If we're gonna talk about <clears throat> things that we noticed throughout the show, did you notice? Did you? Okay, so first off, did you have an issue with? Um, with uh, Paul Heyman being on Monday night. No, he had a visitor badge. So I picked up on the visitor badge on his phone, and I was like, this sneaky son of a I thought that was pretty damn slick. I was like, okay, so we've gotten around the draft, the second episode after the draft. Okay, but yes, he was drafted, but he's not an in-ring talent. Okay, so um, rewinding back to Friday Night SmackDown, do you think... 
that um, Roman competing for the tag team championships is his way of being able to be on both shows to keep a story going with Cody. Oh, it could be. Golly, I hope he doesn't win that tag team title, though. I, th- I like, think it's like 99% he's walking away with. So they're going to hang the, hang the tag team titles on him, and then and then what? So I hope not. Because he's think- already not defending the world title. Now he's not going to defend the tag team titles. And then he, right. he's not defending the world, the Universal Undisputed Heavyweight Championship. There's no way he they win. Night of Champions. No and then you're like, okay, who won Money in the Bank? It was yeah, who's coming up to win it. It, it was Austin Theory. Oh yeah. So now yeah. there's no current money in the bank that you can go. All right, I want to cash it in after the tag team match, and he comes in like you know RKO's him or whatever, and it's just like, dude. So now you're not defending the world title. Now you're not defending the tag team titles, and now you're gonna try and make a play when Seth wins the world heavyweight championship. At Night of Champions, because now there's an there's an opportunity to have some interaction between. It's just like, <sighs> yeah, I, I don't see them. There's no way that Roman and Solo win that, and I don't know whether it's because Uzos get involved or maybe Solo takes the pin, and now Roman starts turning on Solo a little bit, and then you build up kind of a you know maybe next Friday he's in the ring and he's yelling at Solo, and it's your fault you cost us any, and he you know maybe pie face Solo, and then the Usos jump him. So now you've got the Usos and Solo turning on Roman. I don't know. I just, there's him being a part-timer. I don't see any reason to give him those belts because we all know he's going part-time. So now you've given him these belts and what, we're just not going to defend those either? Are we going to come up with another secondary prize oh, later down the road? Terrible. I, I, if, if they put the belts on him, I wouldn't be surprised if they hot potato him. Like he gets them and then something happens and he loses them on Friday. Or he gets them and on Raw he comes out and gets challenged by the Street Profits. I don't. I don't know. I just yeah. It's WWE, so anything's possible. Like they could put it on him and go, "Hey, we're gonna give him a thousand day run as tag team champions uh. now." But <laughs> yeah, I would hope not. I just I don't see Sammy and KO losing it just yet. I, I think I love the promo with Sammy talking about how now they get to go after Roman. They can get their revenge on Roman. It's all about Roman. Yeah. So I I think that's gonna play a lot into it. And I think Solo takes the pin. I'd be very surprised if Roman does. I don't think he's been pinned since he became champion. So I say Solo takes the pin, and yet it turns down into more of this leading down the road of the bloodline breaking up more and more things happening through the bloodline with the three brothers versus Roman. Now, whether Roman brings in more people to back him up, I don't know what will come off of all that. But So I, I just see, even if it's some kind of chintzy count out, double count out something, um... And then the fallout will be the following week. I think it's in New York, in Albany, um, the Monday Night Raw. So the fallout of them not winning, do we see Afa and Sika? Do we see Rikishi? Do we see, you know, some kind of, you know, the rising of the uh, Aonoi family, um, you know, with all the heat surrounding the rock? I don't. I think WrestleMania yeah, 40 is dead. Um, yeah, so the the Rock is accused 
you know, trial still pending or whatever. But he's been accused of all of this crazy stuff that is totaled. The lawsuit is $3 billion to the point where... Uh, that's the one about the kidnapping, the kidnapping and all this other... Cra- and, yeah, yeah, that's so, so weird. Uh, Disney... Like, the fact that that's even making yeah. news is weird. So, Disney has distanced themselves and... Uh, what is it? The MCU or whatever... Uh, Disney Plus, Paramount, DC, yeah, yeah. everything. They've like absolved themselves of anything. The Rock. Um, so yeah, so here we are. We were. Uh, it's strange times. <laughs> aren't there like fifteen other plaintiffs yeah. in that lawsuit? Yeah, there was a bunch of people yeah. in it. Yeah, a lot of them. So, um, but I, I think we'll see a hokey finish that keeps the titles on um, the uh, current champions, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. But with the um, talk is barking with uh, with all of the action surrounding the ring at the end, something is going to have to come to fruition. But I think this bloodline thing, there's some legs. There's a lot of legs because now you can, if you go to, you know, you go grab um, what is it, Sam? I think his name is Sam, and he's over in New Japan. Um, there's another uh, Fatu over in MLW. His contract is almost up, um, he, and he's built much like Solo, and he's been a, a long-running MLW champion. So he's got he's got some reps. Um, you know, could could use uh, you know six months or so down at the at the PC, but it it wouldn't take long for him to get camera ready for for um, WWE. So that's whoo. So there, there's a lot. And, there. Uh, I know who you mean New Japan. I can't think of his name all the time, but. He's working on an open contract right now. He's not actually contracted, so he is someone that could show up at Name the Place. So, yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, he beat my guy, uh, Machine Gun, for that uh, never open championship, and um, and now, yeah, now he's on a um, an open deal. So we'll see what uh, what comes of it. So I think I think there's a there's a lot of business to be done. The crowd was really into it. It you know North Carolina, the Carolinas, Georgia, uh, Virginia, you know certain areas of Virginia. Great wrestling, um, you know, great wrestling town. And uh, yeah, the crowd was. I I really I was feeling the crowd the second time I watched it, and I don't know why I wasn't feeling it the first time. And I'm glad we talked about it, and I went back to and 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 watched it again. I. I love the uh, Starcade reference yes. from Cody too. I think uh, Cody's promo was a Cody promo. Um, man, I don't know. I just I'm not into this Brock Lesnar thing. I wasn't into the first match, and I'm still not into it. So it'll be what it's going to be. Uh, I understand what they're trying to do. They're they're going to put Cody over as the new gatekeeper and push Brock out. But what does Brock do next? Who does he feud with next? So yeah, that is what it is. It it was all right. Uh, I do like the interaction with him and Sammy and, and KO. I don't think that was for nothing because last week they came in to check on him after the attack. And then didn't he come in at the end of the show to save them? And they had a dark match afterward too. So your idea of Roman and Cody on the same trajectory, I could see that playing into maybe some of the Night of Champion stuff. Well, maybe not. He's going to have his hands full of Brock. I don't know. I don't know where they're going to do with it. I, it'll be interesting to see. I'll say I'm intrigued which I don't often say about some of the WWE stuff. So, like I said, th- this show had a lot of little things where I was like, ooh. Yes. Yeah. The little camera angles, the comments, the um I love like I love when uh when Cody was talking about the um Starcade reference when he was talking about um, you know, how he was the one who put the, you know, how's your face? 
I was the one, you know, who put it there where Brock Lesnar last week said, you got lucky, you lucked into that win, you know, so, you know, so now you've got some sprinkles of doubt, but then now you're rolling into, um, you know, after the, after this battle, the main event, you know, you're going to roll into Night of Champions after that match, like, plus what happened on Friday night. You know, as you build up to um, Night of Champions, there's so much going on. The uh, the injury to Liv Morgan, I think that'll be super interesting as we uh, move the move the storyline farther along. You know, Liv Morgan is the the women's version of this Daredevil esque. You know, um, of the of the women's division, and she uh, she leaves her partner out there to sort of hang and. I wanted to see Raquel as a heel because that was her character in NXT. And I, I just think she'd be a much better heel. And then she gets thumped by uh, Rousey and Baszler. And I think Baszler should have had a title on her a damn year ago. And I just, I think the way she carries herself, um, she's just destined to be a champion. She shouldn't be, I think she's going to be a three-time tag team champion after women, after uh, Night of Champions. But yeah, I think uh, her that beatdown could have been a little bit different, but it got the job done. And yeah, I think uh, I'm I'm just waiting to hear what you thought about your favorite type of match. Oh, oh the battle royal! <laughs> Actually, I didn't hate this one. I thought they did some inventive things in it. Um, I did not see the outcome. I did not see Mustafa Ali. Uh, did not see him winning that. Uh, I liked some of the combinations they they teased us with. Uh, you know, and I liked the Gargano. Like, there were some interactions that I enjoyed, but yeah, I still am not a huge fan of it. I didn't hate this one as much as other ones, but I'm still was kind of like, all right, it's a battle royal. Uh, I, but I think Positive Ali and Gunther, Positive Ali is going to get his ass beat. Ali. <laughs> oh. He's. Yeah, I hope his kids are going to oh. feel the chops. It's going to be gnarly. Man. He's going to get turned inside out. Hopefully, they, hopefully, it's not a squash match because that's a long ass fight for. For a squash match. Yeah, I, I think it'll be one of those styles makes fights. Um, you know, a little not to bring them up again on a WWE talk, but a little AEW Tony Khan booking where you've got like Ray Phoenix and Claudio. Like I almost think, you know, Triple H said, Hey, oh yeah, that'd that be worked smart, really good. That'd be a smart Let's booking, do yeah. Ali versus Gunther. It's the same styles. Uh, you know, so you could do that same style of match and it it would be it would work well, I think. Yeah, I agree. I think that's I think I think that'd be very smart booking. Um, I think it would make a lot of money and it would make both, it would make both people because you're going to make Gunther look stronger, but then you're going to make Ali look like he's worthy almost. So you, you don't have to, both, both, both parties can move forward. Someone doesn't have to get buried in order to make someone. So I, that's a good, uh, yeah, that's, that's really good. The, what I liked about the, the battle royal was the fact that you had you had superstars that hadn't interacted before or hadn't interacted in a while and then all of a sudden they're they're tussling and people were getting thrown out all over the place and then when you saw Bronson Reed get thrown out against uh, when he was locked up with um I was want to say Prince Puma Ricochet Ricochet um, that could be a cool story. Um, I don't want to see Bronson Reed in a tag team. I think Mr. Nice Guy needs to be a standalone character. Um, so I don't, I can't quite figure out how to get Bronson Reed and Ricochet into a program 
without involving um, Braun Strowman, but I think I think there's some legs there, so I think that'll be a lot of fun. So yeah, it was a good. Uh, it was a good. I agree. It showed some pairings that made me want to see more, which is cool. Uh, what did you think of the Shinsei Miz match? I love this new iteration of Shinsuke, and I originally thought that we were going to sh- see Shinsuke against. Roman because I thought he was going to get drafted to Friday night. Well, and they started a storyline. Or stay on Friday. <laughs> that They just dropped. And yeah, they were like, oh, never mind. <laughs> Next slide. So I'd like to see Shinsuke in a long-term program to where the crowd could start to build whether you're going to love him or hate him. I think Miz is where he's going to be for the remainder of his career. I don't think he'll win another title again unless... You know, someone lucks into uh, a tag team with him. He may win the tag team championships. That's if they split him up. But if they keep him unified, I don't. I don't think he'll see. I don't think he'll see a title unless I'm trying to think of how they would do it. Yeah, and and I it wouldn't make sense to send him down to NXT because no. he's he's main roster. So um, I think I think he'll go to um, AEW. Just kidding. Totally kidding. That's a big joke. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow, <laughs> your face there. <laughs> yeah, he what. Yeah, he yeah, I think uh Miz is WWE oh, through yeah, 100%. and through and you know, he is where he is. He'll sign, you know, a couple more TV deals. But yeah, I th- I I liked the match. It was a good sort of reintroduction to Shinsuke and I hope uh I hope this is building toward a a long-term program for Shinsuke because this guy, man, he just needs to be I Okay, so if they could get everything put together with Drew McIntyre, I would love to see Drew McIntyre and Shinsuke in a long-term program. Gunther ends up dropping the Intercontinental title, and then Drew McIntyre and Shinsuke are in a program for the Intercontinental title while Gunther is competing with Seth Rollins for the world title or uh, something along those lines. I think that would be You don't think Gunther's going to drop... At uh, not at Champions, do you? Yeah, I don't think so either. I think he's gonna. I don't think it's time to pull the trigger on him and Rollins yet, but uh-uh. it's coming for sure. No, I think I think I'm trying to think of who would be who would be a good uh first challenger for Seth. Oh, I bet it's with Damian Priest. That's my guess. Okay, yeah. So he he gets through Damian, but then it leaves because now you've got. So then that leaves Finn. Oh, but hey, so okay, so there we go. Yeah, Finn and Dom are going to want to so go for the tag team have, titles. So now we add JD McDonough. Yep. I hadn't gotten to that part yet, but yeah. Okay, yeah. So that that totally and now I think you could elevate Finn back up to the top of the card after Damian Priest. Damian Priest then competes with whoever wins the Intercontinental title off of Gunther because you're not going to have Priest and Gunther, although that would be an awesome match if there was some kind of internal strife amongst the um, Judgment Day. Oh, man. And then, you know, you had a really, really good match with Dominic and... Xavier Woods. Yep. Xavier yeah, I wanted Woods. to talk about that too. <laughs> I always want to call him Creed. So yeah, I mean, there's so much that could happen. I think that match leads into something that I've been talking about for since the draft, and I think you're going to eventually get the Judgment Day versus the New Day. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Judgment Day ended up winning the tag titles, and then the New Day down the road are the ones that take it from them. So you think you would put? 
So you're going to put the Judgment Day, or you're going to put the New Day back in the tag team title picture. So do you split the tag team titles? Uh, I think they have to eventually. Or do you keep a unified? Uh, if they're going to keep it unified, I, I would keep it unified. Just give them one belt. Like, they don't need four belts. Give them two belts. Yeah, I, I'm over the, yeah. They need to unify. So at Night of Champions, when, yeah, see, it's going to be a count out or some kind of hokey finish. So you're going to have to wait till Monday night. After Night of Champions, when you produce the new tag belts or you present the new tag team titles, then I, there we go. So, night after Night of Champions, that Monday and that Friday, you get the new Monday Not Raw women's title. You get the unified, undisputed tag team championships, or here's the Monday championships, here's the Friday championships. Friday night. You get the new women's heavyweight champion or Whatever new women's it, championship, yeah. and then you get the the new Friday night tag team championships, and they're going to hold a tag team tournament or whatever. And now we no longer have to have this weird. Okay, quit calling me the SmackDown champion. Quit calling me the Raw. You know, uh, Monday Night Raw, and yeah, I just. Okay. Yeah, I think we're I think we're moving the needle a little bit. Uh we've got a couple of pending re reemerging superstars when um Flair shows back up and you know, we're not going to see Lita for a little while. Trish and Becky will be embroiled in a story that that was a uh that was a good promo. Yeah. <laughs> So do you think so, the yeah. Becky and see I don't I don't think the Becky and Trish thing is gonna be a long promo. I'm almost thinking it's gonna be one and done at Night of Champions. And huh. I think you're okay. gonna roll into a Becky Rhea program because they hinted huh. at it on this show. Uh Becky made a comment in her promo about it being her show and this and that. Then you see the cutback and it's Rhea watching it, kind of shaking her head no. Huh. I just I have a feeling that yeah, I don't I I might be wrong. Maybe Trish won't be a one and done, but I've just got that feeling. She doesn't feel like she's gonna be there much longer. Like maybe she's gonna be through SummerSlam, so they'll do a couple more. Yeah, I was thinking through SummerSlam would be Yeah, but you're talking probably the gist of well, it, that's but yeah. July, so three more months of that. And so who do you build up for Rhea to take on at SummerSlam, if not Becky? So it won't be it won't be Rhonda and um Shayna Baszler, like I had hoped, because they're gonna be going for the tag team titles. Yeah, so they they take the tag team titles off of Liv and Raquel, and then Raquel straps up and goes against well now she's strapless but then she goes against Rhea but then you got to build her and coming off of a loss is she worthy I, I wouldn't yeah, say she's not worthy one. I just think she's still a little green to go in and and carry or be in a so good Natalia match Natalia's going to be a one and done I don't think there's going to be much from Natalia Natalia might get two but I think you're right I think she's sort of the Kind of like you said with the gatekeeper thing. Do you get someone that comes up as part of the draft? So I don't know. I don't think you Hartwell. I don't think you'd catapult. Yeah, I don't know her, her uh, status, Achilles yeah. foot heel situation. Yeah, so that would be that'd be a lot of fun. Have them a couple of Aussies oh, tangling. Yeah. I'd like to see them tangle, and then they. <laughs> Woo! That I want you to make weird. <laughs> hey, but uh, yeah. That uh, and I and I, what would be really cool is if they did like an international show and just you know just the international flavor of the WWE right now and. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. I, th- I think that would be that would be really cool. Just the the explosion in Puerto Rico for Zelina and Priest. Like, let's go to Ireland, I baby. Think, I think or that's phenomenal. I'm down. There no shade, man cave on the road. Yeah. Global travelers. There it is. Need, need to get out of our nine sh- to five job. <laughs> Heck yeah. For our fans out there, buy me a coffee. You know. Yeah, buy me a coffee. Buy me a coffee. Come on. You know, I need like two. ten thousand dollars. It'd be cool. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> cool. And then, so we've talked about it a little bit here and there, but all this stuff backstage uh, was cool to me. And I don't know if it's been happening all along and I've just never paid attention. I don't think so. I remember a little bit of it here and there, like the Bray Wyatt stuff when he was doing it and that took off and did pretty well. Then there were a couple little things here and there, but this is the first time I remembered so much of it. Like you've got Becky walking into the ring and in the background, you see Paul Heyman talking to the Judgment Day. Then you've got Imperium walking up and you see a hand come out and shake their hands and it pulls back and it's Paul Heyman. Dude. So it's like, all right, now we're setting that up. JD McDonough uh, talking about uh, Irish Ace and all this other stuff and he's walking away and it pans out and Finn Balor's kind of watching him going, hmm. Up in the top. That was that so was now slick. we're now we're looking at possibly another person of the judgment. Like there was a lot of things. Cody in the backstage, you know, with the KO and, and, and Sami Zayn. I just, and I, I really enjoyed KO and Sammy sitting there and Imperium walking in. And like, KO's like, why are, what, what, what are you doing here? What is this? <laughs> why do you keep coming up and creeping on us? Yeah, I thought that was, like, there's a lot of chemistry between those two or four. Uh, so I'm hoping after the Judgment Day run, Imperium get in a good little run with KO and, and Sammy too, because they're having a lot of fun. And I, I still think that it, maybe Imperium's going to take some tag titles. I don't know. They've set up for next week. Is it next week or after Night of Champions? So ne- I'm all confused now. Basically, they're taking on Imperium and the Judgment Day after Night of Champions, if I remember correctly. So so they've got those matches set up, which I think will be good. Um, man, I, I'm actually kind of excited about Raw, man. They Imperium, like when the New Day gets back with Easy, uh, Biggie, and Kofi, like you could almost set up a trios championship on damn Raw. Because they've got a couple really good trios, and I'm like, man, maybe that's what they're getting ready to do. I don't know, but so they take the tag team titles over to Friday night. They put the trios titles over on Monday, and you get you get the two different types of shows. And um, yeah, that would be man. Yeah, I I really liked the interact Judgment Day. I think is really hitting on all cylinders. I don't know. Like, if it were me and I get, oh, well, we don't want an act to become stale, 
Are you just going to throw JD McDonough in just so it doesn't go stale or because you're going to jump someone out and then, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure who they, who they unless JD McDonough gets yeah. in there and then leaves on his own because he's like, why am I with this doofus? You know, talking about Dominic McSherry yeah. or something. <laughs> but what I think is interesting, yeah. and I didn't really think about it until I just said the trios thing is uh, factions in wrestling make wrestling better because you look at, uh, Back when I wasn't watching WWE, there wasn't a whole lot of faction stuff. And now AEW started, you know, New Japan is big on it. AEW brought it back with the Elite, BCC, Dark Order, uh, QT's crew, like all these people. And now WWE's starting to do it. QTV. I know. I I didn't say they're all good factions, but House of Black. And now you've got. Oh, my God. House of Black. I love those those titles. titles. I need to find out. I'm going to look at how to get one of those because I might. I might add that to my collection. I don't have the big money oh, like man, you. I get my titles, titles in a couple days. Yeah, I can't I wait. I don't have the crazy money for titles like you do. I just bought a damn Peloton, so <laughs> I'm good for now. Yeah. Let's go. Well, you'll at least be in shape. I'll yeah. have a belt. Whatever. That way, these belts might fit around Hopefully my fat ass. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. Hopefully, mine don't fit. <laughs> start wearing them on the shows. But uh, Yeah, man. Yeah, I ordered uh, I ordered some pretty slick belts. I'm jealous but, of your Cody uh, one. One belt that I cannot wait to see presented and elevated and defended night after night um, is the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. And after listening to one episode one of that interview with Corey Graves, I really think that this is going to be a World Heavyweight Championship, much like what we've talked about before. Like, what was the World TV title? What was, you know, like, if you were to see, you know, the... A championship that that is defended every single week all over the world. I think the WWE World Heavyweight Championship is something that people are going to talk about for years to come as a representation of professional wrestling inside the WWE, more than just sports entertainment and the titles that Roman has. Yeah, I hope they don't get lazy with it. I hope they treat it like a workhorse title. I hope they do it like Orange Cassidy is doing with the inner continental or international title Ooh, that's a good comparison right? like, yeah orange is out there defending it almost every week and i i say this all the time i don't want to compare the two but this is a good comparison like they they need to do it like yeah. this oh very good yeah because uh, yeah. you look at you look at roman and mjf mjf wrestled what six times last year and not not taking it away from him he's amazing in the ring and he's great on the mic and same with roman so i like the idea of like that big big title being that way but i think this one because their Intercontinental title isn't a workhorse title. Their U.S. title is not a workhorse title. So making this a workhorse title where they're defending it every Monday night on Raw, uh, whether it's you're building a feud and then maybe the feud becomes something for a pay-per-view or you're just open challenging every night. Kind of like what John Cena did with the U.S. title back in the day. Like, I think that would be oh, really man. good. Yeah. And if that's what they're going to do, Seth Rollins is probably the right move. Uh, he's there every Monday anyway. He's almost wrestling all the time. Don't think they're going to put it on AJ because they're not going to pull AJ from, uh, which I guess we'll get all this in when we do the uh, our review for Night of Champions, which you know won't even be here for. I'm going to have to solo all that myself. Uh, such subject. I'll be in uh, Barbados. No big deal. I thought it was Bermuda this whole time. I'm going to be in eh, Barbados. Same thing. That's a B. <laughs> That'd be whatever. Uh, I think we have. Uh, I think we have uh, yeah. listeners in Barbados. Actually, there it is. Let me make bring, sure I've got bring, my interwebs yeah. ready to go. I I will have the uh, internet package. And I will be dropping shorts as often Don't drop as I possibly shorts. can. So. Oh, oh, sorry. Not my shorts. <laughs> I'll be doing interviews on the ship. 
Do you, Do you like, like professional, professional wrestling? wrestling? Let me talk at you. Let me talk to you. Yeah. Talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of uh, man, I can't wait till Friday. I fucking ooh, I love man, LA yeah. Knight, man. God. And with wait. the new leak coming out uh, about how WWE is stacking their talent, he's like up there with their top heels. So that ought to be good. But uh, speaking of interview, man, we'll be uh, in June interviewing one of the, uh, I think he's ranked number 450 on the PWI. So with the R- River City Wrestling Con coming to town, uh, my boy Bougie is going to be out there uh, as performing and we've already connected with him. So look for that coming down in the future. We'll we'll, we'll get closer and closer to that as it gets time. But back to the show. I, uh, I totally lost track of what we were talking about other than you dropping your shorts and going... Yeah, so uh, I won't be there for Night of Champions. And that weekend is totally packed, too. We've got Impact. We've got AEW. We've got WWE. Um, you know, Night of Champions, you're going to see the WWE uh, World Heavyweight Championship Champion crowned. You're going to see the Intercontinental Championship defended. Gunther against Positive Ali. You're going to see the United States Champion um, defend against... Um, right now it's TBD, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. I so like a little caveat. I think eventually Gunther and Matt Riddle hop into a program. So I think Matt Riddle will be the sixth man uh, for next week's uh, show. So I think maybe Matt's the, the one that's going to get the Intercontinental Title. That makes sense. Yeah, and then you can then you can send Gunther on to uh, pursue the World Heavyweight Championship, and um, but Gunther looks every bit the champion. I really think that whole faction, uh, the way they carry themselves, the the whole sticky jerk ash heel, like, whoo, man, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's gonna be a lot of fun. I think um, the Battle Royal really moves some storylines together. And I am dying and chomping at the bit and scouring for information on what they are going to do with Baron Corbin, because this cannot be the death of Baron Corbin. This is merely, he's going to rise out of the ashes like Phoenix and just, he's going to be something in 2023. I I mean, so the rumors are all that there's going to be another round of big cuts coming from WWE, and I'm hoping his name's not on it. However... I could see him going to a place like AEW and making a name for himself, or Impact, or TNA. Oh my or not god, TNA, he'd be so uh, great. NWA, in yeah. Impact. Like I could, I could god, see he'd be him so great in Impact, revamping his character and going somewhere and doing something new. Uh, and I said AEW, but it wouldn't be bad. Like I could actually see him doing pretty well in AEW. I, I just wouldn't see. I wouldn't want to see him go to Ring of Honor because he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't fit. I don't like if they're gonna produce. If they're gonna produce the show. Like Ring of Honor used to be, um, I like Baron Corbin and Steve Macklin in a program. Baron Corbin and Eddie Edwards in a program. Um, Baron Corbin. Well, I mean, he could. I think he would do. I think he would sell really, really well in Japan too. I mean, in New Japan, I think him. Oh my God, him and Archer. Oh, make him a tag team. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, Man, that would be good God. stuff. Wow, the Hawk and the Wolf. Sheesh, the wild animals, man. They would be... That would be really good. Golly, that I would be Archer. a monster of a tag team. I miss team. Archer on my TV. Yeah, he's uh, he's over in New Japan doing some uh, tournament uh, IWGP, IWGP US uh, championship stuff. So we'll see. Um, yeah, hopefully he, hopefully Baron Corbin isn't part of it. The, the Battle Royal, I felt like it moved some storylines along... 
Um, what did you think about how Chelsea Green looked in the Raquel Rodriguez match? Did it did it make her? Did it make her? I don't think it broke her. Um, but what? How did you? What did that? What did that do for you? Nothing. Like I, it it was not memorable to me. So yeah, it just yeah, happened. it just happened okay. on my TV screen. Like I didn't hate it. I didn't think it was a bad match. Uh, I mean, yeah, it didn't it didn't register. I, the attack afterwards registered more, and and not that it was a great attack, but I remember going ooh because I wasn't expecting yeah, it. The Whereas the match itself, I kind of went the way I thought it was going to go, and I, I was okay with it. Yeah, it didn't. I don't think it hurt or helped either one of them. Yeah, I thought the match. Uh, I thought the match just kind of happened, and it was the way. It was a way to get Raquel Rodriguez in the ring in front of the fans in order to get jumped. And um, I don't know that I wanted to see a chair or anything, but I had they used a chair to go after the arm that had originally been injured months ago. I think that would have tied in together because this whole show really tied things together. And Paul Heyman with the visitor's badge and... There's a lot you more know, thought you know, into this show. Yeah. I, I really... That's a great word. I, I really think they thought through what they were going to do and they wanted to make sense of I things. I wonder if Vince was sick. No rewrites. Because it felt... <laughs> I mean, I, it, but it felt like that, right? It felt like a show yeah. to me. It felt like a show they sat down last week, wrote out, tying things together and went, all right, let's keep our fingers crossed the old accused rapist doesn't get a hold of this. Hey guys, he hasn't called yet. All right, go go go! And and it, and All it right, came go, off go, really go. well. Five, four, three, two. Cameras live and action. All hey, right, Vince is going. Cut shut to, up! Cut Lose to your commercial. Phone. Like like I was talking yep. about being the elite Try. earlier, where Matt Jackson takes the phone and he destroys it. I can see Triple H's phone <laughs> sitting on his desk and he's doing something, and one of the guys just comes by and kind of goes. Yeah. Oh man, I haven't heard from Vinny Mac all night yeah. tonight. We're just gonna keep going. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that's yeah, awesome. I, I felt like there was a lot of thought. And purposeful things that happened on this Raw, which is not something I usually say about Raw. Usually it's just, why are they fighting? Why are we having this match? You know, I don't care. It's 50 fit, but I didn't feel like any of that this time. And maybe that's why I enjoyed it so much. I felt like this was more structured, more tying things together. The back behind the scenes, little nuggets they dropped in. I thought it was really good. But I know the reason you brought up, I know one of the reasons you brought up Chelsea Green is because you wanted to talk something about her assets. There's something you wanted to, to bring up. <laughs> I, you said it on the pre- yeah, so prep show. I just so I'm a huge fan of Matt Cardona. Um, you uh, you habooed me, hook a brother up, <laughs> and uh, I don't know if you can see it. I've got my uh, autograph figure is up behind me, Matt Cardona, and uh, I was watching this whole Matt Cardona chronicle kind of a thing, and they went through some of the the appearances that Chelsea had made, and she had this black gear on, and last night. The gear she was wearing looked very similar to the gear that she was wearing at um, at the showboat, which I guess GCW is going to be done appearing in the at the showboat. But uh, the black gear that she was wearing was very complimentary, cosmetically pleasing, of, uh, cosmetically pleasing. And uh, no, I, I was hoping she'd get the win. I didn't think she would, um, but yeah, I thought. Uh, I thought the the match got the job done. She is a freaking riot, oh, yeah. and I her character's great. I, it's yeah, and it seems like every now and then you get these like inklings that Matt Cardona Matt Cardona is going to show up, and uh, man, if he pops back up in the WWE, I hope they do some kind of a thing like what they've done with Cody 
and they just let Matt be Matt, and uh, he'd have to temper it down a little bit because he won't be the indie god anymore. He'll be Matt Cardona. Um, you don't have to get ready because you are ready or something, you know. But um, yeah, dude, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, she was uh, she was doing all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we're back, back. so the <laughs> closing angle of the show break, was but, um, the, the tag team match for the judgment day and ko and sammy oh and my then God, just everybody good. and their brother gets involved and starts attacking fantastic stuff cody comes out to make the save um yeah again like i said this whole show they did a fantastic job of laying the pieces out telling a story throughout keeping everything tied together so it wasn't like a series of parallel events what did you think of kevin owens um when he was avoiding all the attacks and then he slipped under the, the clothesline <laughs> from Rhea and then jumped back in the ring. I was like, let's go. And I thought they were actually going to get the win. And that's what you want. You want to believe. And then when you get swerved, you're like, dude, you got me. All right, you win. So WWE got a win last night. And I really appreciate uh, the trailer. Uh, Vince, uh, you know. I don't want to say on life support, but not available for uh, interviews. Uh, Triple H and the crew did a great job. Uh, Cody cutting that promo, talking about Starcade, and you know maybe we get the NXT version of Starcade. It ends up, you know, they do it in uh, in that same arena. I think that would be kind of cool if they could, you know, tie it all back together. What was so. the some man? Starcade just clicked me. What was the kind of match that happened at Starcade that was, uh, man, the was it the scaffold match. match? Okay, never mind. I was yeah, trying to think if stuff. like. That and Battlegrounds. I was, was trying uh, to think if there was a, a significance to the Starcade. Yeah. And- like I thought maybe there was a significance that like, was there a dog collar match or uh, uh, some kind of match that Starcade made famous that in that arena. And that's what he was hinting at for the Brock Lesnar match. But maybe not. Maybe he was just talking about Starcade. <gasps> Dude. The I Quit match. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe oh they'll God. do an I Quit. Magnum TA and Tully Blanchard when Baby Doll. I need to watch she that. She threw the chair over. Man. Maggie May. Man, I'll have to check that <laughs> he one He ended up catching the chair. Snap. And he was digging the, uh, and he snapped the bottom rung off and he started like. I almost feel like I've seen it because you bring it up every time we Tully. talk about I Quit matches. Man, that was, uh, that was a good one. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to check that one out. I don't know. I just thought maybe there's some significance to it. But yeah, overall, it was a really good Raw. I enjoyed it. Um, I think I gave it one of my highest Raw ratings that we've done probably since we started doing this show, and I went with three and a half. Almost yes. four, yeah, I, I, uh, but I got ooh. a little annoyed with the Seth Rollins vignettes, like the videos and all that. Mm. I'm like, I don't like that part bothered me. I don't want to say bothered me, bored me, so I ended up fast-forwarding through it. Was just yeah, too I ended up fast-forwarding yeah. most of it, so that yeah, enough is deducted enough, a little yeah. bit. Like I would have preferred if they did one of AJ and one of him, but for it to be all... Oh, yeah, that but been all good, Seth yeah. Rollins to me was like, okay, let's just throw it right up in my face that he's going to be the winner. <laughs> so you 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 take uh, AEW where they did the four pillars, everybody got a vignette, and you could have done the same exact thing and done you know where AJ Styles started in the Indies, gotten permission to use some of the Impact TNA, him holding the NWA title. Uh, him holding that the the original um, TNA title was awesome. It looked sort of like the fifth generation of the IWGP, um, and just like and now it shows up when it and then him showing up for uh, the Royal Rumble that year. Whoo! Um, but yeah, I think they could have been a little more subtle 
<laughs> with who uh, who's going to go over and who's going to get over. But I think uh, I'm super excited to see a WWE World Heavyweight Champion. And I think Night of Champions is going to be something else. And uh, the fact that Sami Zayn of Syrian descent will make his way to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, that's a big deal. Along with his brother from another mother, Kevin Owens, and defend those WWE tag team championships is extremely extremely significant so gotta get that gotta get that money speaking about getting that money we need you all to help us get that money so please wherever you get your podcast from or actually let's start it over because we're doing youtube live right now with if you're watching this now make sure you subscribe it's somewhere down below there subscribe do the like thing give us a thumbs up so we can build that algorithm so we can keep going get monetized here on the youtubes and uh, anywhere you get your podcast from it's not live on podcast, but we'll drop it anyway. So, uh, No Shave Man Cave on uh, Apple and Google and Amazon and Podbean and Acast, uh, who host our podcast. So, really appreciate them. It used to be the New York City Podcast Network. Now, I think it's the Worldwide Podcast Network. Shout out to those guys and gals up there for all this, the help they gave us to get started. Appreciate everything. Follow us on all our social medias, No Shave Man Cave, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and uh, again, hit that subscribe button. It doesn't cost you anything. It's free. Just hit subscribe, follow up on us, and and, and you'll get notifications when we come out with uh, our live shows. And uh, speaking of live shows, we'll be back on Thursday night live to do our review of Dynamite. And then Saturday over there on the uh, Fantasy Sports Corporation, we'll be there wrestling dudes on Saturday to talk uh, wrestling this week in review and uh, whatever else we feel like talking about. With that, it's time for the uh, Marine to take us out after the hot tag. Ayut! Bump and feeds! Ayut! Hey, uh, thank you so much for uh, the 32,000 plus downloads. Super, super humbled by uh, all the love and support. Thank you to uh, the Fantasy Sports Corp for nothing but love. And uh, to the worldwide, worldwide podcast network for getting us to where we are. We wouldn't be here without your support. We would. But it'd be just the two of us. So thank you so much to our brothers and sisters in arms. Thank you so much for your service. Some gave all and all gave some. So uh, total tribute to you and uh, what you do. Your family's also uh, much love for uh, for what you're doing. So until next time, friends, fam, can't wait to see you back here live like we like to do. And uh, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And we'll see you on the floor. You've been listening to the No Shave Men Cave. If it's pro wrestling, we're talking about it. Unless we see something shiny and wander off into the woods. If you hang around long enough, we'll eventually come back. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Fire off your comments and be sure to leave us a five-star rating. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok. At no shave man cave. Y'all be cool. And we'll see you next time on the floor. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. 
For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.